Hey, Paul. Hello, Alex. How are you? I'm good. It's. I think it's been too long, um, but has. we we persevere. Uh, <laughs> We're both um, busy. We're both extremely busy. Yeah, things are happening. Uh, one of those things that's happening is deep down in the depths of following the threads at W3C, there's been a new, uh, I guess, an update on a proposal from Microsoft that I think both of you, or both of us, rather, had been very interested in the first iteration of this, so the second iteration has our attention. Uh, So yeah, what I'm talking about is the proposal that Microsoft Edge team has just put out into the open, still called Parakeet, like the old one, but this time with noisy ranking. It, it reminds me of like uh, a burger with fries or, or chips, I guess, as it were in, in the UK. But uh, <laughs> we so yeah, we should. Fries. You can say fries, that's acceptable. But yeah, parakeet. Do people know what you're talking about in the UK? If they you say? do. It gets referred to as fries a lot. Like I think in McDonald's, it's called fries. You wouldn't call McDonald's chips, chips. You would call them fries, so, I think. So in the in the UK, do you call noisy ranking noisy ranking or <laughs> up, up to the up to this point? <laughs> it's only been out a few days, I think. So yeah, we'll think of a new name. We'll change one letter or something. Um, yeah, I've seen it also referred to as Parakeet V two, which um, or in the proposal they at least they refer to it as that, which is slightly easier. And I think we I'm. It was so long ago now. Our, our last episode was on Parakeet, as, a, as I recall. Uh, right? That's we're... true. That is true. We did talk about Parakeet, and I think we were probably have misled the audience and that we were going to talk <laughs> about re- reporting this time. But sorry, everyone. Like, interesting things popping yeah. up. Uh, I think this is so fresh, Yeah. You know, uh, just kind of digesting it myself right now. Um, but it's so interesting too, uh, in a lot of ways, at least how I view it. Like, I think I've, I've been kind of thinking about it more from strategically what, like kind of putting myself in the edge team's head. Uh, you probably as a PM, like working across a platform that's powering multiple products, probably have your own POV, um, yeah, so what, like, do you feel comfortable teeing up, like, the yeah. basics of, like, what's happened, like, maybe reminding people a little bit about V1, and then... Yeah, yeah no, th- yeah. that's no problem. I mean, for our avid listeners, they'll already know what V1 is, because <laughs> we described it last time, but um, essentially, Parakeet, in its original incarnation was introduced not completely because the trusted server is obviously present in other proposals notably fledge albeit a different version but but parakeet the original parakeet introduced kind of the the trusted server as a real gatekeeper between um, the user information or context on the on the browser um, that is contained in the ad request and the ultimate ad request that ends up at the dsp so that in the first incarnation and in the second incarnation, in fact, the, the, the trusted server is responsible for anonymizing the signal um, and sending that downstream um, to, um, uh, to, uh, you know, to various DSPs so that they can bid. But the, the crucial thing about the original Parakeet proposal was that 
the bid that the, or at least from, as, as you correctly noted, at least from a product manager for a DSP's perspective, the, the crucial thing is that um, in the original proposal, the, the bid that we saw, the we received was very much or basically identical to what we see today. There would be there would be a notation in there that it was a parakeet request and therefore we'd understand some things like we wouldn't be seeing all of the interest groups or we'd only see interest groups if a certain number of people were in those interest groups. Um, context would be slightly blurred for want of a better word. We wouldn't know the exact con context like user agent, but we'd get maybe like the device manufacturer, stuff like this and the, the broad location you know, those kind of things were kind of made, made blurry, but essentially it meant that um, ad tech vendors could kind of carry on operating as they do today. At least that was the theory. But there were some there were some valid issues that were raised um, by various different people in the ecosystem. And I think that the Parakeet V2 um, is a response to those issues and the Edge team um, perhaps realizing that, that they... The original proposal, I don't want to speak for Edge. I, don't, I want to make that clear that I do not speak for Edge. Um, I, I only speak for myself. But I think that the, um, practically speaking, those, those issues, it became more um, fruitful to go for another proposal and to, they found uh, another solution, which, which we've now arrived at, which is Parakeet V2 or Parakeet with, um, what's it called? <laughs> we need to edit it. With <laughs> noisy ranking, <laughs> with noisy ranking, uh, we'll have to keep that in now because that was too funny. Um, <laughs> and they're quite, in some ways, they're very similar, like the the original proposal and the second propo um, proposal. But in some important ways, they're they're very very different. Um, so the new, there are there are a lot of new, there is a lot of nuance to the new proposal, but the central theme i guess or the central thing that's been introduced into the parakeet proposal uh which hasn't been introduced at least this much you could talk about topics a bit but <laughs> before i get into the details but um the crucial thing that's been introduced is this concept of embeddings right so the these um these multi-dimensional vectors uh, which are representations of different things so it, it could be in in this case it's the browser or the user, um, the context, um, but also the ad itself, right? So attributes of the ad itself. Um, so that could be in the create uh, the the brand or the landing page. I think that they use, and then um, geotargeting of the creative and things like that get pulled into these vectors, which are just rows of numbers, and then using. Um, machine learning in in a way that I have a very very top level understanding of, um, you can you can modify the numbers that are inside these vectors such that when you multiply these numbers together in some kind of magic way, um, you you come to a to come to a uh, a a number which gives you an indication of something right and the, these are these are this this kind of um, procedure or method is typically used in kind of likeness um uh, what's the right word there studies or algorithms is the right word so trying to ascertain whether something is like another thing um so whether a book is like another book so a book like anna karenina is like uh war and peace but it's not like or not necessarily like um harry potter or something like that and you you can 
And when you, when you when you create these embeddings and you create them by machine learning over iterations, um, then w when you get to the optimal embeddings for each thing that you're trying to study, then you're 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 left with this kind of map of these things which should be located kind of roughly similar things should be located close to each other. A way that I've I've described it to people that I've talked to in the last two days since it hit hit the market, as it were. It's an extension on Chrome's Fledge, mm -hmm. which before we get into what the ramifications of that, it's like Fledge is a very, very basic sort of bidding process. It's like bid value to interest group. There may be another feature vector there, but like it's, it's very, very basic. And what I see sort of happening here is that like an understanding that there's a little more to it, right? Like how, how, you know, um, actually like, I like a term that's used in this proposal, like the, the term like boost and desirability, like any given ad request, uh, might have things that are true about it that sort of boost or create a more desirable um, thing to bid on. Mm -hmm. uh, and basically that's how what I see this sort of unlocking to some degree, not unlocking like in its most full-featured manner, but like at least like chipping away at a more sophisticated bidding logic uh, opportunity in this new world. Is that like, yeah. I've described that to a few people, so I hope that I'm actually not wrong about that. I'm curious I, what you think. I, I think that that's accurate. If my understanding of it is, is correct. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of funny, right? Because if you compare the two proposals, you've got fledge, uh, fledge, Fledge really, like, apart from bringing everything to the browser, which is quite a seismic shift, like, the the kind of norms of what happens in ad tech today are kind of, are maintained. Like, the, if, if, albeit everything shifted to the browser, but if you think about, like, um, like... Just segments, that little piece. What? <laughs> you yeah, said just, everything's yeah. basically the same. <laughs> except... <laughs> That part, no, but that's what's every, funny, right? Because that yeah, used yeah. to be like that. That was the thing that was completely you know, unbelievable to me. But it seems like that's the way everything's kind of going. But that now, if you could, if you compare Fledge and Parakeet on the proposals as they exist today, like Fledge kind of maintains the status quo in that there are interest groups, uh, you know, that are segments, and that there are. I, I know it's it sounds crazy to me that I'm saying this out loud. No, it, it's it's interesting because it's like the foot the we've been moving down the field. I almost said football, which I realize would be we've <laughs> already acknowledged the difference between our two continents. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> it's like at first Chrome went way down the field, and Parakeet like walked it back a little bit, like into. Yep the reality of where things are in V1. And then it's like where Fledge is has become kind of like, okay, I guess this is where it's going. So it's like 
now Parakeet's like out here. I'm like making hand motions to Paul as though the, the listener could see it, but like, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, uh, I would, yeah, I would agree just with that. move it, moving down a spectrum of like differentness uh, to what happens today from a mechanic standpoint. Yeah, it's funny because I, like you know, my, after the release of this proposal, um, my mind is completely shifted on it a little bit about the way I see this kind of going and I think I think that is right and maybe we're edging to a new world and we're getting there gradually gradually and iteratively and um yeah I think I always think that's the more interesting part of all of this you know like how the industry is being moved by these proposals and what is accepted and what isn't accepted I think it's too early to say what what what's going to be adopted from parakeet but it is certainly interesting but the, the central difference is that it kind of up till now, optimization algorithms are kind of the choice of the the DSP, right? Like how how we decide to bid on the signals we receive are something, you know, closely guarded secret that each DSP has. Uh, we're like at the company that I work for, they're very proud of their optimization algorithm, and I'm sure they're they're very good optimization algorithms at other places that are developed purely in house and then built server side to to target the 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 signal as it comes in. And then you've got the fledge, which kind of doesn't really say anything about that, right? It says it says you know you have to translate that to JavaScript and somehow get it into the into the browser, um, like on a per um, impression basis. I'm exaggerating, but you know you know what I mean. It's, the signals will will change how that um, optimization algorithm pans out, and there are definitely a lot of considerations there. And I haven't gone too deeply into like what we can and can't do in that scenario, but essentially. The optimization algorithm, the way I thought of it at least, was like, well, okay, we have this optimization algorithm here, and we somehow have to move it here because the the into the browser. I'm saying I'm gesturing with my hands. Even Alex wouldn't know what I meant by that, but the, but like into the browser, but but at least we have the similar sort of principles of like there's a signal, there's a certain set of signals, and we can we can kind of recreate our optimization algorithms in this universe, right? And that might be wrong, but but hear me mm. out. Let me finish. You you disagree with that? No, no, go on, go on. I'm just, I'm thinking. I was thinking okay. out loud. Sorry, okay. keep going. <laughs> but then with Parakeet, you've got this kind of, and I might have got this completely wrong, but you've got this introduction of a machine learning algorithm, which is like necessary to run run in Parakeet V2. Like we as buyers, and buyer in the context of this proposal is the, the DSP in this case. We provide, from what I understand, uh, the model, which, or at least the bare minimum part of the model, we share the model with the trusted server so that the data can be trained on that model and so that the embeddings can be created how we want them to be created, right? Which means that we're in a position of not, they're not, you know, I'm, you know, I can't say what DSPs use, what optimization algorithm, but, but potentially not just a plug and play retrofit what we do into this new scenario, but but a a whole new way potentially of looking yeah, into retooling. the optimal. Yeah, exactly. Like which is um but that you know, that's the negative side of it. But <laughs> I read the proposal and like it's something kind of cool and <laughs> kind of nice about these tools, right? There's something kind of intuitive and nice about using these tools that they remain anonymous. The signals 
there's there's integrity to the signals and we can be smart about what we're trying to deliver to 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 the user so i do think i do think the proposal is elegant definitely yeah so i have i think two thoughts uh one will be carrying on with that proposal is elegant i think the strategy is elegant too um so we'll talk about that but i want to quickly say what I was thinking out loud before, which is my understanding of Fledge is that the, you know, like I described last time, the bid to interest group or, or, or bids to interest group given a condition is very pre-set up and very, very basic, very, like not very, um, like I don't see methodologies or, or like surface area to deploy machine learning against it anywhere in that proposal. Like mm. what I, I guess you could do is like with whatever reporting you get out, which by the way, there's still not definition around how you understand yeah. what happened with a fledge auction in reporting later. So like, let's put that to the side for a second. Like, I guess you could be feeding model design that informs bids that you might ship to this key value store that, was I think came out of that dev key proposal from Google originally that's now part of Fledge. Yeah. But like that's all sort of offline like the 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 bid is is offline. Whereas what I'm seeing I think ish is some combination of that offline bid because again, and this gets the elegance piece, like parakeet v2 or parakeet with 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 chips with with noisy ranking. It, I'm gonna if somebody from Microsoft listens to this, you're gonna be so mad at me for saying <laughs> that. But like uh, the parakeet with noisy ranking, like has because it's built on fledge. It's not doing away with the fact that there's a interest group to bid store still in fledge. What this is adding is the ability for a DSP also to expose a model that gets considered ahead of calling the function that runs the ultimate uh, fledge auction, which, like, okay... <laughs> There's, if you think of it, like, let's stop for a second. So that's how I understand it. So like F Fledge itself doesn't really have any real time uh, smart logic, whereas Fledge with, actually we could call it Fledge with Parakeet um, or Fledge with noisy ranking uh, because that's effectively what it is, right? Like it's like Parakeet is, is assuming Fledge is there and adding this concept of noisy ranking, which says a DSP now can throw in some real-time logic to the equation 
that's predefined real-time logic, but frankly, all data science in ad tech right now is predefined, right? In the sense that like the models are getting created ahead of time based on historics and they get shipped and then they get fed and like, and then they get modified offline again and pushed in. And like, I, I, I data scientists are going to strangle me if they're like, but I think that that's how it works. Um, so like, what I think I see Parakeet with Noisy Ranking doing is providing a facility to do a bit more uh, bid consider or, or bid valuation consideration in real time ahead of ultimately passing it back to Fledge, which will the browser auction in Fledge, which will actually grab the bid. So you need to be doing, like it's sophisticated, seriously sophisticated, because you need to be doing some thinking between what you put in your bid store at first in Fledge, and then the model that you build in, in Parakeet with noisy ranking, because they're both, like, they're going to play off one another. Mm-hmm. I really wish we had a whiteboard, an audio whiteboard for the listener. Um, yeah, you said a lot there, and I'm not sure I was following all of it. <laughs> it's late where Paul is, by the way, uh, so don't, uh, don't, don't fault him for this. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've, not yeah. following my brilliant... Alex knows I've been alone elocution. with the kids for, for seven hours, so this is quite a drastic <laughs> shift in, in, uh, in conversation style. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... And it's Friday, by the way. We're, we're, what? <laughs> but... Yeah, I think yeah, and it's also Friday. But I think I think calling it fledge with noisy ranking, like for me, I, I d- like that does a disservice to 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 the embeddings piece and yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, but but the embeddings piece is a feature that enables the noisy ranking. What? Uh, why could you could you not do noisy ranking without embeddings? Like, could you not just create? Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a. That's a good point. Maybe but... it's just poorly named. Maybe it should be called parakeet with chips. Well, I, yeah. I think of it. <laughs> I think of it as parakeet with embeddings, but but maybe that's the wrong way. Of, uh, uh, the, or fledge with embeddings. Or, or fledge with embeddings. Yeah. I think that that makes more sense to me. Fledge with embeddings. Intuitively, it's like, and you know. These proposals, I don't. They're they're so dense, right? Like, it's it's so hard, and like, there's usually one or two salient things I take from them, and then when I re reread them, I'm like, oh god, I've completely forgotten about like this whole chunk, right? And like, I, I'm sure we're gonna get around to talking about IPA, and I do want to, I do want to call out. Um, I don't, I don't want to get sidetracked here necessarily, but I do want to call out. I took another look at that, that again. I do want to call out to the writers of that. Uh, what was it Ben Martin? Um, uh, they, Eric, that, Eric and Erica. Topic. Thank you. Yeah, how well written <laughs> that proposal is, and the accompanying slides. But for 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 like, it's absolutely it's so easy to catch up on that one. But the thing that always stands out to me is the match keys, right? Like the whole match keys. I'm just like, oh, that's that's the that's the spark, right? That's the innovative thing that makes this stands this out, and like the foundation that everything's built on. And we can get into that uh, another podcast. But for me, this is is the embeddings. Like the interesting part about this is the embeddings, yeah, right. and the and the question that I'm I'm thinking as a product manager is like exactly how are we gonna 
like how could we potentially leverage that right because as a product manager i and in in this in this i'm not even really a product manager in ad tech right now in privacy and identity space i'm like a, a researcher i've got to just keep my ear to the ground and trying to understand like what's going on and it's not these are not even i'm not talking to clients necessarily because clients don't necessarily know how these things are gonna go either so i'm kind of you know what i mean they, they, they're kind of looking to me for answers the engineering right. is looking for me right. for answers management's looking to me for answers or not just me but the people involved in privacy sandbox right so um i'm not really sure what my point was there apart from just complaining about my job <laughs> um but I yeah you got a really cool job yeah no it is great i, I, I really enjoy it but yeah the, so the point i was trying to make is um i'm looking at these things and just thinking you know f- the f- first response is like oh my god that's just a you know I, I didn't think privacy sandbox could get more complicated and then just like boom right like just being completely honest just being completely honest and then like there's a there's a breath (laughs) there's a pause and then like okay like what's the opportunity here like almost you know an entrepreneurial sense like and then i'm thinking you know how can we get the understanding how can we leverage the understanding how can we is there a potential to leverage this proposal to our advantage and i think it's the very early stages of that but at least um, it seems like there's something very interesting there with these embeddings. I can't say much more than that. Yeah. I, well said. Um, I want to, I, I would feel like I did a disservice to my own brain and instinct if we didn't talk to this next point. So I'm going to like shift us into something that we've already referenced, especially okay. now that we've come up with a new name for this, which is Fledge with Embeddings. And noisy ranking. So it's like fledge with embeddings and noisy ranking. Uh, so chips and uh, malt vinegar. Um, <laughs> I'm like thinking of this like fish and chips place <laughs> that I like to go to in London as a American who doesn't know what they're doing in London. Well, um, malt vinegar is like, that's a requirement. That's not, that's not. Oh, I know. Vinegar. I know. I'm just saying like there is, there is a place that I've gone back to every single time I'm in London and I, ju- I like, I dream about it. <laughs> anyway, listeners right. should see Alex's face right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> it's like the Homer Simpson, like 44 slices of American cheese. Anyway, um, so <laughs> it's an obscure reference I just made. Uh, all right. Elegance. You mentioned sort of there's an elegance, even though this stuff is complex, there's an elegance to the embeddings. I personally think there is an elegance to the strategy here. And I don't know if it was intentional. So credit where credit is due, if it's due there, but if it's not due there, then like you, whoever wrote this happened into a smart strategy, which is edge, the browser, not the same market share. I'm just going to state some facts. It doesn't have the same market share as Chrome. One of the early, uh, like everyone loved Parakeet V1 in like across community, right? Like it, like publishers thought it was great. Various ad tech companies of all flavors thought it was great. Like I thought it was great. I was yeah, one of the strongest like, proponents. Yeah, yeah. But everyone's like first thing was like 
oh, well, do you guys think that Google would ever like shell Fledge to do this instead? Because it was like an alternative to Fledge, like we talked about in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was like a big old question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so there's that. Mm-hmm. There's the knowledge of we don't have the same market share as Chrome and therefore anything that we come up with, even if it is very smart and pragmatic, may not attract any developers because like they have to prioritize, right? Like you're going to prioritize like, where's my scale? Yeah. All right. So now the, okay. The other thing to remember too, is like two more things to remember. And then like why it's so elegant is edge is built on top of Chromium. Mm-hmm. And in the last three months, Google, you know, announced that it's going to do privacy sandbox at Android as well. All right, so 65% global market share in web browsing, 80 to 85% mobile operating system market share. And then finally, three facts. <laughs> it is very clear that Google is moving forward with Fledge. Yeah. Um, with all of those things being true, a decision to say, hey, you know what? Why don't we just extend Fledge? Is a super smart one because it's like everyone, like they're going to inherit the Fledge code into Chromium like through Chrome, via Chromium, into Edge. Chrome code through Chromium into Edge for Fledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and there's going to be a lot of developers building to, when I say developers here, it's like companies with engineers that are going to need to build to Fledge. They're going to do it because that's a, that's a metric ton of scale, right? Like you're just going to have to, um, I think. <laughs> product manager decision what you prioritize but like i can't imagine that over time people aren't going to be able to build the fledge so as a someone designing proposals for microsoft edge to say like hey we're going to inherit this people are going to be built to fledge because it's it's wide market share why don't we just extend it with features because i've seen all of those edge product manager or engineers and and program manager product people i can't remember what microsoft calls its product people but like Mm -hmm. in the fledge meetings like they're listening Mm -hmm. right like they're listening to what the issues are and like i think they've carved out a little like spot of hey we can add some features on top of Fledge that might be interesting. And then what's to me brilliant about that is if there is real interest in that, and that's a big if, it's possible then it makes it easier for Chrome to merge that stuff back in over time and actually make this stuff a standard. So like I, because it's not a standard until multiple like browsers are adopting something, right? Like, so that to me is what got me, whether you, the functionality of the features, whether that works or not yet, to me is like a sideshow to, hey, if there is interest in this and if the Edge team like hears the feedback and incorporates it into whatever the design is around how you interact with the embeddings and what they like, the range of what can happen, like 
there's more of a chance for Fledge with noisy, or sorry, Parakeet with noisy ranking becoming a standard, I think, than Parakeet V1, which was like, we're, we're blank slate, we're starting from a blank slate over here. Like that, that to me, if, if, like the six people who are going to follow what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> if like, that, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> I, well, two of them are us. So the yeah. four people who are going to follow what we're talking about, you know what? You got to have a strategy and like, that's a good strategy. I, again, I don't know if that's the strategy, but like as somebody who like immediately reads these things and wonders what the strategy was, like that's what I came up with. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's right. And, you know, when I was writing my pros and cons list, that was definitely one of the, the pros, the way that it was um, from an industry perspective, the way that it's kind of uh, integrated or it's written with with a kind of an assumption that 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 the fled, you know, we're going to the Fledger API will exist and we're building on top of the Fledger API. That isn't so explicit explicitly written but it becomes clear quite early on in the proposal that it's like on top of the fledge api we've built this and i think it is smart um if you if your your plan is a adoption um but there's kind of t- two things i would say to that one one is that it's not immediately obvious to me why the initial api couldn't have been integrated with the um, fledge API and if it is if it is obvious to you I mean these there are there are some you know but there, there are some API changes on both sides so I'm not I'm not sure what the you know if you're a developer at Chrome I'm not sure what the 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 tangible difference is between you know the two proposals but I haven't analyzed it in in that sense I'm just kind of reacting to what what you've said there probably is something crucial if there is I'm well I'm actually hoping to ask this question in an upcoming one of the many tables that we sit at, right? Like, I I think it's going to be hard for Chrome to give, like, like, I actually think this type of thing, like, what I just described potentially happening, like, that's probably years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I doubt that Chrome will say much about this. What I would be interested to hear from Chrome is like, in general, what do you think about the idea of other browsers adopting this standard and extending it? There's only so many browsers, so it's like, it's either Apple or Microsoft. Like we already know, or I think it, it very much appears that Brave isn't going to do any of this stuff. Like Firefox is kind of, it, it, it seems to be only focused on the attribution case, which focus is great. It would be nice to know, I think, especially from a product and like strategizing for like, what do we prioritize to build to? Like what Chrome thinks about it. Like, yeah. Because if, if Chrome sort of shows a, a little bit of their hand and said, or not hand, but like <laughs> everyone knows what their hand is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, if show interest or lack of interest or whatever, like that, that's to me, it's not like I think about you having to go sell something on your own roadmap to your leadership, like 
some signal from Chrome, whether they're interested or not. And this is probably not something that your CTO is going to like care. <laughs> hey, Ben, I hope you listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but like, but it's a signal all the same, right? Like an important one because they have like now that Android is in the mix, the market share of Fledge is just massive. Yeah, but we shouldn't, you know, the, 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 the identity landscape is shifting and the privacy landscape is shifting. Everything's shifting, right? So, so <laughs> like, True. so we shouldn't, we shouldn't be caught in the trap of thinking, you know, retargeting has to exist, you know, probably does, but we shouldn't be caught in that trap of, 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 of taking it as an a priori assumption to all of the rest of our thinking, right? Like if, if, if the, the barriers to entry are so um, prohibitively large and not worth the effort of the iterations of building different things, like I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying this is something that the product manager has yeah, to assess. Yeah, yeah. Like there are other methods, you know, we, there are other, other, um, there are other ways of approaching the problem and they're becoming more prominent. You know, we, we, yeah. we've barely spoken about UIDs, clean routes, you know, all the, the plethora of things that exist to approach these same problems. And I think I've been guilty of the in the past of like approaching this with a, you know, one of these retargeting proposals is going to win and ergo we therefore have to, you know, implement one of these proposals and we, we want to do the, but it, it is that the case, you know, it is that the way and it probably is. I'm not saying that it's not definitely not, but I'm saying that we do have to um, keep keep our heads on the, you know, keep our eyes on the fact that that things are changing and we have to we have to keep up with change and understand how, how what it means to us. I think that's a really good probably place to end the way we've been at least the last three episodes, the way that we've been talking about these proposals it's like we almost make this foregone conclusion that we'll build to one of them or like one will win and that's what everyone will build to but that's not necessarily the case right like i think that's a really really valid point and probably resonates with a lot of roadmaps right now of like because these (laughs) are alex are ever here paying attention to this stuff and that's great we'll learn from them (laughs) But we're going to build over here on this stuff and maybe this other stuff, like maybe the browser stuff will shake out. Maybe it won't. Because these are just final point. I know we're coming up on time, but because these are industry shifting, these are industry shifting moves, right? Like Mm -hmm. this is not, this is not a small thing. This is not a case of saying the way you've done retargeting, you just have to shift it a little bit and it'll work. This is a fundamental shift, whether you adopt Fledge entirely, Parakeet uh, with noisy ranking entirely, or both entirely, those are seismic shifts and they're going to change the landscape. So we really have to assess, you know, it's, you know, opportunity cost as with everything. Yeah. Well, should, let's maybe not commit to what we're talking about next time. <laughs> in, in the future, we do still need to talk about uh, reporting. Yeah. And then maybe we get outside of the browser and operating system proposals and start talking about some of these other things that like um, there's been a few people who've reached out uh, from some interesting companies to like join Paul and I to talk. Uh, we don't want to make this a sales channel for them by any means, but like maybe that are experts in other areas of this new potential world. So yeah, let's definitely talk about reporting at some point, whether it's next time or not. And then, yeah, yeah let's start branching out. This is uh, That was actually a good way to 
segue into <laughs> branching out of the gatekeeper space. I'm going to pretend that was totally intentional. <laughs> it's Friday. You've probably had a beer out of your beer machine. Paul I have has had a beer, a beer machine at home, a tap, as it were. Um, and he's spent seven hours like watching. His I've kids earned my and, beer. I've yeah. earned my beer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Paul. Well, let's uh, let's not let so much time pass before the next one. Let's do it. Cool. I'll speak to you soon. All right. Peace. Cheers, man. Take care. Bye. views or opinions expressed by the speakers are solely their own and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Xander Incorporated.